Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Delighted on this episode to be talking with comics creator Ben Goldsmith. Ben, welcome to the Zoom space. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. you. Your books, you have a lovely collection of books back there. They don't look fake at all. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's right. It's it's one of those things where like you peel off the wallpaper and it's like, oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, he... mine, mine, too. It's <laughs> it's not my washer and dryer door behind me. If you pull down this wallpaper, it's an ornate, uh, beautiful ballroom with crystal chandeliers and 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 yeah it's so yeah same that's awesome that's awesome thank you for for helping me feel like the common man and not having like the <laughs> the, the beauty and the beast ornate background sort of thing happening <laughs> You're i do i do i let you say that i want to see bell going by on the uh ladder the movable ladder <laughs> oh yeah yeah if disney wouldn't see me i would totally do it i would just put I, it through they're not litigious <laughs> at all don't worry about it um, yeah <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate. Uh, again, I love doing podcasts, and I and I I don't get asked a whole lot, so this is this is a really a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I enjoy your work, as I was saying before we hit record a, a great deal. And uh, Battle Cats is just it's so much fun to read and to enjoy. So uh, I just want to you know be, come clean about that and give credit where credit's due. That's all, Mark um london i i only had a very 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 small part um in battle cats i got to work on sort of some of the history part mm -hmm. of cats um and and i was i was actually <laughs> i was set to do a little bit so i got involved with them years ago years ago i did a book called rv9 and uh -huh. um, yes, and it was yeah. the, it was the first book that that was ever uh not mark writing it right like it was the first so i i get to claim that uh bit which is kind of exciting mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. mark comes to me later he's like hey you know listen well we started working on this other property that unfortunately like no one could really crack and it, to this day it's still it's i couldn't even name it because you wouldn't know it. it it has it never came out it was like a thing where i think like three different writers took a pass and the editors mm -hmm. took it just like no one could crack it and uh so uh, in, in between that, Mark comes to me and says, hey, we have, you know, Battle Cats and would you want to do some, you know, supplemental stories on it? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, of course. This is the flagship, right? Like at the time, because I think Nottingham would yeah. technically be a bigger book than Battle Cats if you, if, like by popularity and numbers now. But uh, at the time, Battle Cats was the, was the, the, king of the so i said yeah absolutely and he gave me a whole a couple different supplemental stories to work on and like one or two of them <laughs> i just i go back to mark and i'm like mark i think these you you should just write some of these because you know <laughs> this history so well and uh and he was like yeah i guess i should so i uh i might be the first comic creator in history to talk himself out of more work this <laughs> uh, what ended up happening <laughs> but uh, i did wow. yeah but i did get to write a, a bunch of the supplemental stories uh on battle cats so that was nice yeah you have a, a very generous spirit in that way that's uh but but still you're part of that universe and part of that yeah um, storytelling and um you've also done work for scout and source point i believe as well yeah the so uh, a couple things for source point this is just one of them seance yeah. room yeah. Uh, and, and so seance room we we did eight issues and i don't want this 
to just turn into a whole like the the uh h what's the what's the shopping network h, h, you know. <laughs> that's right dial this number and yeah you right. can like, get seance like, room yeah yeah if, if people are interested they can definitely you know search it up but um we did four issues of that it's sort of like a tales from the crypt meets twilight zone the best part was that i got to work with ben temple smith he did an entire mm. issue uh and of, of the interiors which ben doesn't really do interiors unless it's his book now which is it's incredible um and then we got to do a hack slash crossover which tim Seely let me do and uh so it was kind of like um you know hey hey kid welcome to the big times a little bit mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. i was very excited and then uh yeah the scout book is actually coming out this very wednesday as we talk i just got uh the metal uh lovely literally last night actually as a matter of fact um and this one is uh it, it's basically like um pirates of the caribbean meets moana nice nice yeah super action three issues um family story and it's a, it's really about the 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 way that the maori culture is connected to the water but that's the heart of it where where it really goes is it's a lot more like indiana jones in a way mm-hmm. like so alex cormick did the art and he, yeah, he just he just had a hit with mad cave with uh, the devil that wears my face with him and david propose mm-hmm. um, so alex cormick actually i was at baltimore comic-con and david i, I walk up to david I, I know i've known him for a bit and he goes we're both daddies uh and we have the same mom, don't we? And I was like, <laughs> goes, Alex. And I go, oh, yeah. Like, what, a, what a writer way to say that, too, to be like, go immediately for the extended metaphor. And so he, he uh, so Alex was working on this book at the same time. And we, um, I love it. He, he told me, he goes, I want to do um, like a, I love Indiana Jones. My son loves those types of movies and I want to do something like that. And I, I said, cool. Well, can we do it on the water? And he said, yeah. So there is, there's certainly the the bit about like there, I don't want to get too much into it. Just read the book. Just everyone read book. the book. It, it'll be great. It'll be great. Ghosts on the water. Ghosts on yeah. the water. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. It's three issues. Your your time and financial commitment is not massive. Um, yeah. So just read the damn thing. That's all I have to say. It's cool stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think Alex, I, I've had David on. I think Alex is going to come on at some point in the new year, maybe. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll have like a creator circle there. The whole family. You'll the close whole family. close the loop. <laughs> That's right. He, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. He's he's so boring when you talk to him. God, <laughs> oh, gee, he he's like pulling teeth. I want to warn yeah. you, right, Jason. You know, and uh, blessings to you for getting through that conversation. I can I can barely stand him as a human being. It's it's kind of you to work with him anyway. It's kind. Of- I I slum it. I slum it to be with him. Yeah. And for, and for anyone in the comics industry is pretty. Uh, pretty sardonic to begin with but i uh i'm from boston if you can't tell by the mighty mighty boston shirt and the boston hat uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and that's the sense of humor we uh i lived in california for a bit and i just didn't realize that that level of sarcasm to be clear i think alex is probably one of the greatest 
not only artists but also one of the nicest people to talk to he's hilarious like he is top top tier human being cream of the crop no question right i, I was getting that ironic idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, but, it, but it is very funny because i do think a lot of people they especially the it's a very west coast east coast thing in the west coast they'd be like how dare you mm. how, he is a nice person sir and i'd be like no i know that's why i'm saying these awful horrific <laughs> things about him but so I guess I do understand how that makes <laughs> no sense. Uh, but listen, it's just how we do. So that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, Alex, it's terrific. You're lucky to have him. Um, and so am oh, I. thanks, thanks. Hopefully, hopefully it comes together and and all of that, and the circle closes. Um, and, and you are delightful already. Hey, thanks. Appreciate. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. I, I, again, you're getting like uh, I don't get to do many of these, so I'm kind of like throwing all of the fun energy on you right now. I appreciate so, that. Okay, good. Yeah, it works. It works. Um, so we've we've named several titles that you've worked on. What connected you to the world of comics? When did you know comics were the thing for you? I was. Oh, wow. You know. Solid question. I was in Los Angeles. What, what about you? I, I don't want to talk about me. I <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. I'll 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 be glad to share. I was seven years old. I got sick. I read a Batman annual that Mike Barron wrote, and I was like, "This is it." Well, so similar. We I was I was homesick in Los Angeles when I was living there, and uh, I just remembered being like loving Batman, and um, the New Fifty Two had just started coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I, I jumped back in, whole hog probably ended up reading every single series that came out with that new 52 run uh -huh. uh, and uh, rereading a couple of them. And they were the ones I reread was, it was dark, the dark Knight, which the, the dark Knight cause the Batman, the Snyder run was so huge that I think the dark Knight run kind of got overlooked, but I really liked the, the emperor penguin and all that kind of stuff. So uh, -huh. uh, yeah, same. It was, it's, I'm, I'm firmly a DC fan. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, it's just always been that way. Like I appreciate, obviously, like you know, Jason Aaron's run on anything from Marvel is uh -huh. is, is a win, right? Like, um, there's there's always gonna be, even if you don't like something, you're always gonna find something to like about it. Um, yeah. you know, so there there's definitely people, but yeah, for some reason, DC's the characters just always stuck with me a little bit more. Um. And into this day, like I still, so I, I sort of now read a lot more of whatever my friends are working on, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> or like you know, people I appreciate, like Benjamin Percy, who writes oh, yeah. uh, a lot, a lot for Marvel, and so he wrote, he writes books as well. So I just finished his book, The Dark Net, and mm -hmm. um, you know, enjoyed that. So that's really more of where it's at. Like I'm trying to support these more personal ventures, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> um, like J.M. DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis D. Mateus, uh, so many names in my head. Uh, it's, he, it's all good. It's all good. He, he did like a whole bunch of great stuff, uh, but he did a book called um, Moon Trance, Moonbeam, Moon Dance. I have I have the original Vertigo collection of it, the single issue one, and it's stunning and it's perfect and it's amazing. Uh -huh. And I I talked to him about it and I was like, this is my favorite book, and you could tell. Like it, it lit up for him. And yeah. I get friends all the time who go to conventions and they're like, you know, I got so-and-so to sign his 
the, the small and, and oh, oh, like like you, you know, um, I had a friend go up and give Frank Miller the Robocop that he yeah. did, and yeah. and Frank spent time with him, right? Because it's not Dark Knight, it's not um, you know, the 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 Daredevil issue, you know, that he started on. What was that? What was that one? Someone's gonna kill me for not knowing this. Uh, <laughs> I, I will. I'll do a Google search. Yeah. So, because <laughs> um, technically, I know this: the one that Frank Miller drew, he drew it first before he started writing, and it was the one with the uh, the gravestone on the front. You probably see it there. One sixty three. I want to say. I'm so wrong. It, it's okay. We will do a quick fact check. All right. So while you're looking at that. Um, you know, so that's what I do now is I try to read a lot of like the more passion projects, personal things, independent stuff. Um, and it's but but I, I did just read all of Night's Night Terrors, you know, like I read all of that yeah. uh, at the suggestion of a friend of mine who runs a comic shop um, up this way. Yeah. So uh, but Batman. Yeah. Batman. Same. Same man. Totally. Totally. That was issue 158. Oh, I was so one. close. I said 163. Oh. Yes, you were you were right there in the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. I was also going to point out you mentioned the the Snyder run on uh Batman and I just want to point out the the Scott Snyder run makes the Zack Snyder films just like seem so friendly, so kid friendly and just so warm and like, you know, like people people give Zack Snyder the Zack Snyder verse, I guess, um, all sorts of grief, but I'm like, read the Scott Snyder run and then yeah. see what you think. It's like Disney. And now Disney's going to totally come after me for referencing <laughs> them twice. Again, <laughs> again, you're getting sued one way or the other with Disney today. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I agree. Especially, uh, the, um, uh, uh, Gordon's son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they when that that you know the, that whole run I'm talking about right yeah 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 like that the, it was before he actually got the official uh, Batman title and it was James Gordon's son uh, too early in the morning for me to think of the specifics but essentially that one is a horror movie of a comic and it's fantastic there's a, one of my favorite scenes ever is the one where they're in the restroom. And he's waiting at the at the at the bathroom door, and it's um, almost impossible to create tension in a comic book. Um, it's just probably one of the hardest things you're ever going to try to do because to create tension, you have to control the flow of time, and you have almost no control of it when someone else is executing the reading, right? Uh-huh. Um, there's definitely tricks and stuff. And actually, as a matter of fact, the book I did with Ben Templesmith is essentially 22 pages of attempting to preempt your physical experience of reading, not craft a story, but the actual event of reading what happens to you in that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. I, I did theater for years and years and years and years. And the the biggest thing you're always trying to do in, in, in preparing for it is to anticipate uh, a reaction, a, a a human reaction from from people you don't know, based yeah. on the best you can come up with for a group of people, right? Like your best guess about how this reaction is going to be. So, 
I guess I was thinking like, why can't you do that with comics? Like, what's that thing that's stopping you? And mm. that was that was the biggest thing is like it's the it's the passage of time, and with things like fear, comedy, it's all it's all about timing, right? Yeah, so yeah. in in the book that Scott Snyder did about Jim, there's a scene where anyone who's read it knows exactly what I'm talking about is watching the bathroom door, and uh, and he does it, he does it in that, and I was I was a fan right from there. So yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> you think it's funny because I think a lot of people, I guess you don't think about when people reading comics, you don't really think about like how many panels did he put on this page and why mm-hmm. did he do that? And, you know, it's like I can see what the writer was trying to do and I, and I see what the artist did do or I can see where the artist was trying to or I can see where the, the letterer is trying to cover up what the, the writer did not uh add in like you can you start to think about things in in such um sort of like um architectural ways with comics i had the hardest time just sitting down and reading a comic um because of because of that and and um if i can get lost in something uh i'm thrilled yeah i'm I'm a happy guy because you know what has that been recently what's the thing that i've read the most recently i got like lost lost into it um anything by mark russell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know because yeah. i think I clever think, guy yeah because yeah and he does he kind of the thing that mark does is he puts a lot of the architecture out front and like so like uh, for like not fourth wall breaking but like um meta mm-hmm, mm-hmm phrases and stuff like that and he'll put it right out in front and essentially it's like a magic trick it's like saying like you know here's the ball here's the ball look over here look over here but he switched it over here and yeah. I, I like a lot of what he does because he sort of almost writes for writers mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. look over here look over here and it was here the whole time you know and so i appreciate that about his writing um and if no one writes maybe what i just said was gibberish completely but go go read a mark russell book now with the thought of like he's intentionally making you look at one thing while he's while he's doing the hard work in a much subtler way mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. he's he's exceptional yeah that superman space age uh i think that's what it's called mm-hmm. really enjoy reading that and of course the flintstones i mean <laughs> it's per- it's per- when it's, when a friend of mine said uh, you should read the Flintstones, I was like, really the Flintstones? And then I read it, and I was like, oh, this is really well done and really and, interesting and satirical. And satirical. Well, and um, his um, not not Pink Panther, but the other one there. Oh, Hanna Barbera fans, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> who's the the Fuff, uh, Heaven's the Purgatory? Yeah, yeah, uh, Snagglepuss. So he Snagglepuss, yeah, Snagglepuss, Snagglepuss, Snagglepuss. He did uh, a six-issue arc on that too, which basically like mirrored the life of a southern playwright. And it was like, come on, man, this is wild stuff for you. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're saying about um, comics and the architecture makes me think like, if you were a chef and you go out to a restaurant, I mean, you're gonna be like, oh, they plated it that way. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're a musician and you listen to a composition, it's like it needed more cowbell, you know, it always needs more cowbell. It yeah, always it, does. It's really yeah. tough, right? It is. And and so I think that's what ends up happening. Why you end up getting these people who write um, like these directors who are writing these movies that are so 
up their own ass, it's because at a certain point they're they're writing these movies for the for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's a small it's a small demographic of people and it's exceptionally done. Um, you know, like Hateful Eight, right? Like Hateful Eight, you know, Tarantino has gotten to that point where he's writing movies and making movies for the people who are obsessed with mm-hmm. movies. Uh, and and so yeah there's a i think everywhere um i might have to switch over to my my phone because i actually have to be somewhere at 10 30 oh yeah no worries uh we can kind of close it um yeah. oh, really? is, is this about how long they usually go they're usually about 20 to 25 minutes but i, oh, I don't cool. want to cut you off i also you should you should otherwise you. <laughs> i'll go i'll go all day on every on every subject if you if you let me so don't yeah cut me off at some point yeah no no worries no worries at all um but i i want to give you the chance uh, i was going to ask about the connections to horror and sort of thriller suspense um because we talked about the connections to to the world of comics um but if you need to switch to something else by all means I might have. Let me uh, try tapping launch meeting. Yeah, let's see what happens if I launch the meeting. I'm going to be talking to two of you. Oh, what just happened? I am still. I can still hear you. Hey, we are in a multiverse experience right now. We just opened up a jump point. Where's Kamala Khan? Seriously, <laughs> you guys are coming with me on a trip into my car. So enjoy this is this. like cribs. This is great. Oh yeah! Hey y'all, what's going on? This is my Frankenstein uh, skateboard that lives at my house. Uh, wicked, wicked! This is a first oh, for the podcast. Yeah, the mobile, the mobile version. Yes, yeah. Well, the the switch to mobile. I've had a couple of people be mobile, but yeah. Um, Lovely so, jacket, right. jacket weather there. I see in Boston. Oh, very much. It's um, also you can see that I live in an apartment complex that looks like a hotel. Yeah. Um, I hate it. My wife loves it. Oh, I think I saw the Shining Girls back there. I think they were back there. It is absolutely in my DNA. I think being thin where essentially your ancestors were like, yeah, let's stop here and then be miserable for a few months every single year. Um, yes. And then yep. other people kept going, right? Like you can even see like, oh, pretty, pretty tree. I love it. Love it. Um, so there's something about being from this place and being a horror fan. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like how you're that, connecting the threads. That be <laughs> thanks, man. Right? That's <laughs> listen. That's what writers do. You figure out how to connect the tissue. Um, and gave backstory at the same time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, here, thank you. This should. This should. Am I okay? Am I okay that way? Yep, you're great. Uh, Looks good. <laughs> so, um, love horror and. My my place is not haunted. My wife very much believes in ghosts. I I don't actually. Um, I even spent the last month of my life in Salem, Massachusetts, helping a friend who runs a magic show. Oh in, wow! In like which city? Right in right in the center of it. Um, and I, I never saw anything like. Um. I <laughs> I adhere very strongly to the Men in Black principle which uh-huh, is uh-huh. the the line in the movie where he says you know something to the effect of and i'm paraphrasing poorly but like you know a hundred years ago we didn't know this a thousand a thousand years ago we didn't know this a hundred years ago we didn't know this imagine what you'll find out tomorrow right 
and mm-hmm. all of the all of the examples that they always give. Um, bye. All of oh, the examples a- that they always they always give are these things that we. The sun was carried by a guy in a chariot, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Until you find out what it actually is. Um, depression was the the demons in your head that had to be let out through a hole. Right. Okay. You know, until you find out what it is. So there are more examples of that than there are examples of legitimately corroborated experiences of supernatural Mm -hmm. that would make me say probability says these things can be explained at some point in time. Now, if the answer ends up being, yeah, it's fucking ghosts. And those ghosts <laughs> hang out and do things like I, I go, cool. Okay. That's, that is the explanation. But I I'm waiting for people who are much smarter about these things to figure that out. And in the meantime, I'll just create fun stories that keep life entertaining. Love it. Love it. I'm also going to point out we've sort of gone from the Cribs aesthetic to more of a cops sort of aesthetic. I feel like I'm on the beat <laughs> with you right now. Yeah, things are pretty <laughs> tough around here, you know. Well, I'll, go, I'll do the, a full Boston. Yeah, uh, these guys, uh, they, they got themselves into some trouble back in the day, and uh, a few of them are pretty uh, rough characters. So we just kind of keep on looking. Hey, what's up? Hey, yeah, I'll see you. Hashima. Okay, good. <laughs> got no people around here you know you got to take care of your take care of your town quiet and move away i've been here 47 years <laughs> <laughs> nicely done nicely done I, I like how you took that and ran with it um yeah so so you you appear to be i think you have an appointment is that right i so i work with um alzheimer's and dementia patients and wow. i i am actually uh, it's Sunday today for us, not to timestamp this, but I am going to help out one of my patients in, at home uh, today. So, yes, I'm a great writer and a martyr, Jason. Really, you truly. You are a kind person. Uh, no, I, I mean, I get paid for this. Don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get, I get paid more for this than I do for writing comics. So let's be clear about that. Uh... <laughs> So I've got one more question to throw your way as you're yeah, on your way. Sure. Uh, I always like to ask about creative next steps, directions, places you're headed metaphorically. Because um, I know right now you're headed to, to your Sunday work. Um, I did so, just tell you literally where I was headed. <laughs> in, in terms of, of comics and writing and, and stuff, any creative directions that you want to share with listeners out there? Yeah. So the big my big news is I, I sold a movie script um a horror uh it's it's 1880s old west meets 1980s slasher and um we so we we will it looks like pre-production is starting uh in the springtime of this year so that's pretty great but um i i heard a a a, a tint to your question that i that is kind of interesting to me is like the creative direction of things yeah um I would say the the thing that I would like to start seeing more of and doing more of um, is coffee table book, art book, comics, um, things that 
when you read a regular comic, you're getting so many panels uh, all at once, and uh -huh. you really aren't taking time to appreciate how good each of those panels is, and that artist is being overworked yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for what they're doing. So why keep doing that? I think I want to do, the next book I really want to do is like, uh, you know, the old school, a little bigger than magazine size, maybe. Um, maybe magazine size is good, but each page is a pastiche mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. story that the artist can really give their all to for a full page of something. Um, and, you know, not like the death of Superman, where it's like, it's just a comic panel, but like meld art and story in a new way that and then you can show it off too you can actually like enjoy having it out and um yeah that's my that's my new goal is is to I like it. I like it. maximize everyone's effort and and have something that might be more right like mm -hmm. less time more product that that to me you know and I think you can, and I think you can, it's funny because I don't think it has anything to do with, uh, I mean, some, some story aspects for sure, but it's mostly from a production standpoint, this is better. Um, I, I believe, and I, I've already written a couple that you can do the exact same thing you do with a comic book in this format um, in okay. terms of storytelling. So I, I'm, I feel very strongly about that. So that's, uh, I got a couple things in the works for that. Awesome. 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 Well, um, I'll be sure and post this with some links. We might put like um, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man or something over your destinations and things just to give it some nice uh, anonymity and also some fun little little bling there. Um, but but glad to talk with you. I know you have some appointments today and I appreciate your time. And next time, Carpool Karaoke. Cut done! <laughs> I have the time of my name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. And uh, thanks so much for talking with me. And I'll send these links back around to you. Thanks, Jason. Bye, buddy. All right. Bye. Thanks.